real gon' recognize, real gon' recognize, real gon' recognize, real, real. Only gon' recognize, still, still recognize, will. Like we always do with this time. Welcome, everybody, to the KIRP Radio Show. Y'all know what it is, man. Another Sunday. Time to get it popping. Time to get it on. It is 8.05 p.m. Sunday, April 27th. And uh, this is the week on fire, as a lot of people can say. It's not really on fire. It's just a lot of things have been happening in the last couple weeks, man. It's people are losing their minds. It's PR nightmares for a lot of the PR departments out there in the U.S. of A, man, especially in the NBA. And, uh, oh, my God, man, it's, it's just any, – anyway, listen, we got so much to talk about tonight. I don't even know where to get started. We'll talk about some Second Amendment rights also because you guys know we got the Senate race going on, on over here in NC. 
my favorite and friend of mine, personal friend of mine, Greg Brandon, uh, versus ultimately Tom Tillis for the Kay Hagan seat, trying to get her up out of there. A lot of Democrats and Republicans definitely believe that Kay Hagan needs to go. This woman does not stand on her own thoughts at all. Uh, she actually vetoed her own bill before, but that's another story. Anyway, there's a lot going on out here and a lot of things to talk about. So I just want to set the tone and give you guys the phone number to let you know that we're going to probably take some calls tonight if we don't get too wound up. But I also got to let you know that I got my special guest on for the night, Sonny Johnson, my little sister. You guys know who she is, man. She don't hold no punches to nobody. I hope you guys caught her on Red Eye. I just talked to her a minute ago. She's ready. She got those couple patrol shots. She's ready to talk about politics in the world. After those, okay, I, I didn't, I, re, I didn't really just talk to her, but I'm sure she got them patrol shots in. But anyway, Sunny's gonna be on the show. If you guys, you know, while you're waiting for her to come on, just for another about two, three minutes, uh, head on over to YouTube. Check out her on Red Eye just the other night. Also check out with uh, Dean Kane. I mean, listen, man, Sonny does B-I-G things. So check out Sonny with an O-S-O-N-N-I-E Johnson. Also check out on Facebook and on Twitter. You know how to spell it. You know how to find it. It is what it is. This is the KRP Radio Show, baby, where you are definitely B-I-G in my book for listening to the show and for calling in. And um, we're going to get down to it here in just a second. So for all you guys who don't know, uh, in case maybe you've been living under a rock for this past weekend, uh, NBA owner Don Sterling, uh, Clippers owner, uh, he, he he got set up. His girlfriend did a 50 Cent on him. You know, as you everybody know, 50 Cent recorded Young Buck crying on the on the phone one time to him, talking about how he screwed up and how he didn't like this and how he's on drugs and blah 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 blah. blah. It is what it is. Shout out to my G Unit camp too. I still rock with them. Shout out to Shout Money XL. That's my man. That was my G Unit connect back in the day. Anyway. Uh, Don Sterling' girlfriend, his girlfriend, she got him out there. She she's got audio of the man, and you know you guys know the Clippers are are in the playoffs. They're they're a championship championship uh, uh, contender. You know some people think that they could win it all, but right now with this boo boo, this is a big distraction. So six one nine six three eight eight five five nine. I'm gonna bring my little sister Sonny Johnson on the show right now. We're gonna get down to that nitty-gritty, as the old folks can say. Uh, Sonny, what's up? What's up, bro? What's going on with you? Let me tell you what's going on. Let me tell you exactly what's going on. Sonny, you're a beautiful black woman, right? And I love your company. You know, I treat you, you're like my little sister. Not I treat you that way, but you're like my little sister to me. And um, I enjoy you being around me. I enjoy your company. I enjoy being around you and the stuff we talk about and we talk about music and all that. But that just got to be blood, Sonny. Um, for all the people who have kids listening to the show, you might want to send them out of the room, okay? Make sure you got them out of the room. Five, four, three, two, one. Sonny, I enjoy your company, but you can't be bringing around them niggas. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all would just say it like it is. It's cool. We can kick it. We can have a good time. But you can't be bringing them niggas around my circle. You can't be bringing them niggas to my basketball games. You can't be bringing them niggas to KRP Radio Show, man. I, look, I enjoy your company. You're a beautiful woman. We have a good time. We talk. We kick it. I love you like a sister for real. But you can't be bringing them niggas around. You can talk to them. You can sleep with them. You can have a good time with them. You can barbecue with them. You can cook with them. Hell, I don't care if you go out with them and never come back again. But you can't be bringing them around to KRP Radio Show, Sonny. What you think about that? <laughs> oh, my. Oh, my 
gosh, B. You done lost your mind. <laughs> I ain't losing my mind. Yeah. You know, don't be bringing them niggas around the KRP radio show. That's what you don't need uh, to do. Well, don't bring them niggas around. I'm guessing in 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 the context of what Sterling was speaking, I would be one of those <laughs> niggas. So you're welcome. <laughs> Here I am. And, you know, wow. This week, P, I'm going to tell you something straight off the bat. I'm I'm going to do my best to not put my feelings into this, what I'm getting ready to say right now, okay? So I want people to know that because over the last couple of days, I have been so pissed that, look, I had to send my daughter away for the weekend because I was so pissed just so she wow. wouldn't see how pissed I was. So yeah. I'm going to try my best to take my feelings out of this and say this like a rational person, okay, with rational thoughts. And I don't want to start with Sterling. I want to go to, to Clive Bundy, Clive and Bundy. Oh, yeah. All right. Let's rewind then. Let's, let's rewind back. All right. Well, Clive and Bundy is a rancher in Nevada, and he has a, he has a cattle ranch. The land that his cattle grazes on belongs to the federal government. The federal government owns like 85, 90% of, of the land in Nevada. So in, in order for this man to let his cows feed, he lets them feed on federal land. For this right. honor, the federal, the federal government charges a fee. He hasn't paid that fee in the last 200 years, um, or the last 20 years. And it has amounted to over a million dollars that he owes the federal government. All right? Mm-hmm. So the BLM, um, is a federal agency, descends on Bundy's ranch. They have guns. They have, you know, armed people. It, it's like, it's ridiculous. But also shows up a whole bunch of armed citizens in defense of Bundy and his farm. Okay? So all of this is cool. Now, while all of this is happening, I'm not saying nothing because I'm told this is a state's rights rights issue. I don't live in Nevada, so I don't really have anything to do with the state's rights issue of of Nevada. So during this time period, I am completely quiet, and I have said nothing. And I'm watching it, and it's BLM versus um, the Bundy Farmers. So... Conservatives, let me tell you what conservatives do. This is what pissed me off. So what does conservatives do? Conservatives turn it into a fight over an individual. They introduce Clive and Bundy. Clive and Bundy is the hero. Oh, Clive and Bundy standing against the oh, 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 oh. Turn it all about the individual. Knowing damn well. They have Alinsky tactics that says once you have an individual, your job is to destroy that individual. So we give them the damn individual to destroy, and as soon as they put a microphone into, in front of his mouth, what does he do? Exactly <laughs> what they wanted. He gives them ammunition yeah. to make them destroy. This isn't about Clive Bundy and whether or not he has the right to be racist, if he is racist. None of that. None of this goes into the question. Right. Everything that I'm saying today is about messaging. Everything that I'm saying is about P, you know what we getting ready to do, right, bruh? Yeah. You know how we getting ready to change the of game, course. what we're getting ready to launch, what we're getting ready to do. We're getting ready to 
to give people that outreach that they said doesn't exist on the right. We're getting ready to do it in a way that is tailored fit for the exact people in these urban communities that need to hear it. And what do we get? This is going to be my beef because I want people to remember when Clive Bundy came to the state cap up to the um to to the state uh the Capitol building in Washington D.C. to protest the IRS. He wasn't there, or to protest Obamacare. He wasn't there. Showing up at Tea Party events to support candidates that don't have a chance in hell and not charging a damn thing for it. Clavin Bundy wasn't there, but my ass was there. Okay, yeah. you wanted my face. It looked good. Okay, we believe in the same principles, we believe in the same values, but along with that face came a mouth. Now, I'm not a racially tense person. I don't jump onto every situation that involves black and white. I don't butt in. I don't play one side against each other or pit one side each other. My record speaks for itself in this account. I don't get myself into stupid little quibbles about the ignorance of race, whether it be right or left. I have a mission and a focus that I try to stay on. So when I tell you that this is a freaking problem, it's not me being a crybaby. It's not me being divisive. It's not me being, it is, this is my freaking movement. And I'm telling you, I know how to change and how to say, and you telling me that I have to accept someone like Clavin Bundy as a messenger for my message? You have lost your damn mind. <laughs> I'm <laughs> Do I, I can pause, you know, if you need me to. Check this out, man. Listen, listen. Here, here's the thing, right? Here, here's the thing. We got this dude uh, who's an old school, and, and this is really how I feel, right? I, I've said it on this show a time before. I've said it in public. I've said it to people in private conversations. Um, first of all, it was a private conversation, all right? No, let me rewind before I, before I go there. Let me just say this. First of all, if you heard this audio, whether it being private or public, if you heard this audio and you didn't feel that it was wrong on any level or you felt <laughs> nothing negative about this or you really had no opinion based on what this man was saying as it being negative, you're, you're an idiot. Like, you, you got to – there's something wrong with you if you didn't view this as being wrong. And also, if you consider yourself a person who speaks for right, such as a Sonny Johnson, a Pudgy Miller, if, if, we're, if you're the type of people like we are, and I'm not even talking about on a national level, let's just say social media. If you're one of these people who are always speaking on what's right and what's wrong, what's political and what's not, and you didn't find anything wrong with this on any level, you got to be just plain stupid and ignorant yourself. That's number one, whether it being private or public, all right? Now, this did just happen to be a private conversation. I understand that. You know what I'm saying? I respect people's privacy. And this man said to his girlfriend, who seemed to be antagonizing the man, too, on the low. I, 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 think, I think she kind of pushed the envelope, if you ask me. But he was having a private moment with his girlfriend, and he was saying how, what he really felt. And what I heard was an old, rich white guy, right, an old, very wealthy white guy, who had a disdain for being around black people or Mexicans, let's just say minorities, 
in his little circle around his friends where people could see that he was possibly interacting with these people, right? That's what I heard. Now, you also got to be plain foolish if you don't realize that people of his age and his caliber and his wealth don't feel like that. And I'm not saying all of them, but you got to keep it funky. This man ain't from our era. He's from a different era who was taught something different, who see things different. And that's just the way it was. I expect that from people of his caliber and people of his wealth and people of his age, Sonny. But you that's know what? Like, when I've learned different even... and when I interact with people and it's different, they prove to me that that does exist. And it's not just white people, by the way. It's black people, too, from that era. Because a lot of them don't give a damn about a white person. Let's just keep it funky. And a lot of white people from that era don't give a damn about a black person. Now, you add wealth to that of his caliber, it's a whole different ball game. Whole different ball Not, game. Look, right? What, this, is what, this is what progressives ask for. Progressives ask for people to not be who they truly are. You know, they they don't mind if you're racist. They just don't want you to say the truth. <laughs> they just don't want you to <laughs> Word up. racist. You know what I'm saying? But this is this is the honest to God truth. I had a friend. I had a talk with one of my wife. I had a talk with Tracy Collins. You know, I think we was she was on the show with us. Um, so yeah. people might remember who she was. But I had a talk with her, and she opened my eyes to something. They don't they don't see what we see and I wanna explain this so that, that people will understand. And 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 the whole thing with with Sterling, I'll get to that in a second, but I, I wanna make the point on this Clive and Bundy one and then I'll switch it to Sterling. But she does she told me she didn't get it. Why I would be so upset about it. And and it hit me that they really don't understand. And this is what popped into my mind. Hey, Pete, you remember, you know that visceral reaction you get? Like <laughs> when, that, when someone says, I wonder if you will be better off in slavery. What's the first thing you picture in your mind? I'm thinking of, I'm calling you a fool personally, but then I want to hear what you want to follow up with if it's me. No, the first thing that popped in my mind when I heard that is I pictured myself in a cotton field. <laughs> First thing that came to my mind is I picture myself cotton field. Would I be right. better off? Right? I'm like, wait a day, you just lost your freaking mind. But for white they oh, picture man. themselves in the master's house. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They don't picture themselves in the cotton field. So when they say it they don't have the visceral reaction that we have when we picture ourselves. In Just lost Sonny. Cause, and I heard, I heard me losing because she was getting emotional over there. She done hung up on the phone. Or she probably had the phone to her ear and then hung up on me. But it is what it is. Let me, let, me, let, me rewind, let me rewind back to that since I got a lot of people here on the show. Listen, have you ever been around a person who clearly – uh, doesn't like anyone but their race, and then they experience you, and 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 you get the you get the comment or you get the feeling that they like all. Let's just say you've been around a white person who really don't care for black people, and then they experience you, the interaction and the physical part, you know, the the love that you show, just the communication that you share with them, and all of a sudden they go, you know what? 
I really didn't grow up around black people, but you know what? You're different. You, I really like you. Uh, you don't act like the rest of them. You know what I'm saying? I got Sonny back. Sonny, have you ever been through that before? I know you've been in circles where you've been through that before. Because I have several uh, times. Several of course. Times. Of course. But times. they, I mean, your misunderstanding or your understa- not understanding of the situation leads you to one of two things. Uh, keep putting your foot in your mouth or the <laughs> SME every once in a while maybe shut up and listen. You know what I'm saying? Right. Just, just right finish. Since you obviously don't know what is so messed up about, about what you said, how about you take a second and just sit down and listen? Because that's what it, that's what all of this comes down to, is that everybody immediately wants to jump on the side. And I told you before, I don't defend people. This argument isn't about Clive Bundy. It's not about Sterling. These men have a right to freedom of speech. I love freedom of speech. I will defend my enemy's right to speak as long as I can say what the hell I want to say. That's the that's the way the First Amendment works. So it is right. not about the individual. It is about the principle. Now, every four years, the right comes, how can we do outreach? How can we do outreach? And the reason outreach is ineffective is because of crap like this. Because of crap like this where you have a man who, (laughs) slavery, and it's not the point that he said it, it's the point that you defend it, and you hold him like what he's saying isn't wrong. And I, I told you about the visceral feeling that blacks get. It sticks with them. They remember it. So when you come around and do your outreach, they looking at you like, oh, yeah, they remember Clyde Bundy. Clyde and Bundy, whatever his name is. They remember him because you have personalized it and you have given the left the time to turn him into the demon. So now it is all about him and no longer about the BLM, no longer about the over-enforcement. And when I call you on it, you say that I'm helping to do that. No, you did it when you made it about the individual and not about the, the, the subject and the thing that's at hand. And it's utterly ridiculous. So when people like us are putting things in a place, we're putting our talent, our energy in a place to do something that can be effective because it keeps getting thrown at me that Thomas Sowell has said the same thing or Larry Elder also made that point. Okay, this is your conservative black leadership for the last 20 years. <laughs> How is that working out for you? Right, that's right. You keep telling me what these men say, but what they say turns black people off from your movement, and it has for the last 20 years. So if that's the case, isn't it smart for you to start doing something different? Isn't that what conservatives accuse the GOP of not understanding? Maybe it's time we have some understanding on our side that when we do crap like this, when we hand them an individual, and we know this is every person, I'm including myself in this, I I am an individual. I am not perfect. You're not going to look into my life and see that there is no wrong. So don't put all your, you know, 
energy into just me and try and trying to lift me up and make it easy for them to you know don't do that lift yourself empower the people around you us who put ourselves in positions of leadership we are freaking stewards we are servants you're not supposed to lift us up you're supposed to lift yourself up while we defend you that is how we yeah. the way we are setting it up now is that we play so much defense because we refuse to see the game as it's, as it's being played and change our tactics and the way we do it. And as long as we keep doing that, there is no such thing as outreach. You know, as long as the right makes it about their pride and this person and the media picking on them, as long as you make it about things like that, you are playing to the left hand. And it's no longer about saving the country you love. It's about your own damn pride. And maybe you need to give that up. You know what, Sonny? Oh, 619-638-8559. You rocking with the KRP Radio Show. Sonny Johnson, at Sonny Johnson with an O-S-O-N-N-I-E Johnson on Twitter. At NC Pudgy is me, at symbol KRPRadioShow.com. Don't forget to check us out online. Don't forget to check us out on iTunes, iTunes.com. Keyword, KRP Radio Show. We do a B-I-G. Shout out to everybody out there who are listening, man. It's 8.27 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 27th of April, because, you know, people say I don't say the, what broadcast it is, you know, people that listen to the old show. So I, I say that for you guys. Uh, I got to give a B-I-G shout out real quick, Sonny. Um, B-I-G shout out to the crew over at, okay, truth, truthwar.org or something like that. I can't remember the name of it. I can't see it too well. I'm standing too far from it. I got to give a shout-out to my main man, Don Sterling, baby, who let everybody out there know how he really felt. Shout-out to his girlfriend, too, who really put it out there because Don Sterling is my man, Sonny. Let me tell you why he's my man. Because, see, now I know where he sits. <laughs> if I didn't know before, if I was unsure before, now I know where this brother really sits. Now I know how he really feels. Now I know not to buy that Clipper jersey. Now I know not to spend the money on the plane ticket to take my kids to a Clipper game since they love Blake Griffin and Chris Paul so much, you know? Now I know not to buy that extra ticket to the Bobcats game, knowing the Clippers are going to win just to see the Clippers out. Now, now I know not to spend my hard-earned money on this guy who don't really want to because clearly this man said uh, he doesn't care about black people coming to his games or not. So that means he doesn't care about black dollars either. And when I think about that, and, I, and I, when I think about this whole situation in, in general, the, the Clive and Bundy, the, the, the Don Sterling, who has a crazy history, by the way, and, I, and I'll get into that a little bit later. But when I think about the whole spectrum of people who make comments like that in public, I always like to think about cause and effect, right? If Bill Cosby were to make a comment similar to that, he'd be crucified by the political pundits. That's all they would talk about over and over and over and over and over. Bill Cosby this, Bill Cosby that. For better or worse, because they've done it before. When Bill Cosby says something about the black community for negative, that black people view as negative, whether it be outdated or not, because let's face it, I love Bill Cosby. Wish he was my TV dad, but uh, grew up as, you know, somebody I would resemble and, and enjoy the household on TV and all the unwholesome shows they had. But at the end of the day, some of the comments that Bill Cosby make are outdated. Love the man to death, but they are. They don't go with, they don't, they don't go with society today. They don't go with parenting and kids today. In theory, they're great, but they just don't stand firm for people who are raising kids in 2014. All right, let's call it what it is. But political pundits, right and left, they love to talk about the things that people say when they almost 
and, and even President Obama, by the way, even when he said pull up your pants, which sparked the movement with the Loving Father Society, because I got to say this, Sonny, and, and I love being a black father. That's why I thank God for giving us that movement, because I, I never thought that I'd have a first black president address the black man in this nation and say that only thing that he could say positive is pull up your pants. You need to take care of your baby just to get a couple of votes. So I understand what this is, this is. I know what this is, and I know the power of media, but I can't help but to think, and I just want to ask you this question too. When do we stand firm on actions instead of what the media, the media perpetuates? Like, at, at, at what is it going to take for us to ignore all this bull crap, all these comments from people who we already expect to say what they say, who we already kind of feel like they, you know, they feel the way that they say when they make these blurbs or, or the hidden audio comes out, you know, when is it time to stand up and say, you know what, this isn't right for the community, that's not right for the community based on actions and legislation versus what TMZ drops and what entertainment media drops and all this other jazz, Sonny? When do we stand up for what's really happening? We gonna find, Hey, the good part is a lot of people on Twitter wasn't beefing so much. And I'm, I, I love this one point that while some of them picked to, you know, how they are, destroy the individual, a lot of them picked out the bigger issue at hand. And I'm telling you what the bigger issue at hand is, is that we have come to the point where you don't get, you, people just don't tell the truth. It's so politically incorrect for people to tell the truth. And like you said, this is why, like, we complain about black faces not being in the movie, right? Well, mm-hmm. the people who refuse to put black faces in the movie are the people that contribute to the politics that you support. You say that they're not putting your face on TV or good representation of your TV. The same people that do that are the same people that support the political party that you support. You say that the radio only plays a certain type of music, and that music is puts a, a shades of a, a negative light on all the hip-hop. Well, the people who pick what music comes on that radio um, donate to the political party in which you support. And it's not about politics so much about realizing that all of the things that you're complaining about are things that you support politically. And at some point you might want to look at that's the reason that things aren't going the way you want culturally-wise. And a lot of blacks are seeing that. So you can see an expanded conversation on Twitter. So, I mean, it's, it's like really funny. Like in this situation, you have me agreeing with Juan Williams. <laughs> that right. never happened. Yeah, that but never it should happened. happen. It, it, it should happen in times like this. It should happen. It should happen more often than not. Even though you align yourself, it, bro- it, it oh, broke it my heart. But I had, I had to do it because I'm like, but he's the only one that sees what, how we hurt ourselves, and we're always talking about um, how what the left does to us how the left uses the media, how the left does this. Every once in a while, we need to be looking at how we shoot our own selves in the foot. And this is how we shoot our own selves in the foot. Because the minute that everybody found out that Sterling was a Democrat, and yes, understand that, people, Sterling gives 100% to the Democratic Party, okay? Absolutely. As soon as they found over, out over Sterling was a Democrat. Over 2 million donations. My bad, over 2 million donations, by the way. It's all, it's, it's, it's all out open season 
for him to be called a racist while you're still protecting Bundy because the political affiliation is different. That's bull. That's hypocrisy. I don't stand for hypocrisy. I don't care what side it's on. I want all sides to tell me that you're racist. If you're racist, I want. I wish that you could. Everybody could just have a real nice moment of freaking clarity. And if you don't like another race simply because they are another race, just like tweet it out. Put it on your social network. Let everybody know. Then at that point, we know now who not to mess with. If you think that my life would be better if I had a master over me sleeping on the ground, having my back whipped, being torn from my family and sold to some, to to a freaking different, if you think that that situation would be better for me, I want to know that about you. So I know not to mess with you. But the way it is now, the very people who inflict the most pain on us, the most hurt on us, in, in the public arena, tell us how much they love us and tell us how much they adore us and how much they want to help us by giving us more welfare, by giving us more government. They're going to, and in the end, all of the stuff that we complain about is perpetrated by these very people. So when are you going to see people stand up? The only way people are going to stand up is if, for one thing, we stop falling into this trap. And for a second thing, that we start being offensively on um, on our game, and that means that maybe the people who are de- who are currently delivering the conservative message should realize that maybe it's just time for them to you know step aside and let someone else accomplish what was impossible for them to accomplish. Check this out, Sonny. We're gonna go to a break real quick, but on the way to this break, I'm gonna play this audio of uh, Don Sterling. Not the entire thing, but I'll play half of it now. Maybe play half of it after the commercial break. You're listening to the KRP Radio Show, baby. The number one real true, real talk radio show in Atlanta. If you don't like it, you know what you can do? You can keep your blacks away from my game. <laughs> Sonny, I'm going to have a good time with this, man. This dude is crazy, man. Shout out to everybody listening to the show, man. You're definitely B.I.G. in my book. Check out this audio of Mr. Don uh, uh, Sterling. Uh, what he said to his girlfriend in privacy. Honey, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, too. I wish I can change the skin, the color of my skin. That is the issue. You missed the issue. What's the issue? The issue is we don't have to broadcast. I'm not broadcasting anything. I don't do anything wrong. Nobody said you did anything wrong. I don't do anything wrong. If we ever have any issues, it's because people call you and tell you things about me that are not true. Why are you broadcasting? I'm not broadcasting anything. pictures with minorities. Why? What's wrong with minorities? What's wrong with black people? Nothing, nothing, nothing. What's wrong with these people? It's talking to an enemy. I, I, there's nothing wrong with minorities. They're fabulous. Fabulous. Because you're an enemy to me. Why? Because you don't understand. I don't understand what? Nothing. nothing. That racism still is alive? No, but there's a culture. What people culture? People steal certain things. Hispanics steal certain things towards blacks. Blacks steal certain things towards others. 
groups. It, it's been that way historically, and it will always be that way. But it's not that way in my heart and in my mind. But maybe you want to adjust to the world. But why? The world doesn't do anything for me, and they don't make me happy. I don't want to argue with you. I don't want to argue. I can't be racist in my heart. And that's good. I'm living in a culture, and I have to live within the culture. So that's the way it is. That's how I got it. I got the whole message. You live with your heart. I am flexible. I understand that that's the way you were raised and that's your culture and I'm respectful. Why, why do you have to disrespect them? Those are Who am I disrespecting? The world before you. Why am I disrespecting them? What, by, by walking and you perceive as either a Latina or a white girl. Why should you be walking publicly with black people? Why? Is there a benefit to you? Is it a benefit to me? Does it matter if they're white or blue or yellow? I guess that you don't know that. Maybe you're stupid. Maybe you don't know what people think of you. It does matter, yeah. It matters. Do you know that I'm mixed? No, I don't know. You know that I'm mixed. You told me you were going to remove those. You said, yes, I understand you. I mean, you change from day to day. Wow. So painful. Wow. People call you and tell you that I have black people on my Instagram, and it bothers you. Yeah, it bothers me a lot that you want to broadcast that you're associating with black people. You don't have to. You associate with black people. I'm not you, and you're not me. You're supposed to be a delicate white or a delicate Latina girl. I'm a mix. Girl, okay. well, but we and don't... you're in love with me, and I'm black and Mexican, whether you like it or not, okay. whether the world accepts it or not, and you're asking me to remove something that's part of me and in my bloodstream mm -hmm. because the world thinks different of me, and you're afraid of what they're going to think because of your upbringing. You want me to have hate towards black people? I don't want you to have hate. That's what people do. They turn things around. I want you to love them privately in your whole life. Every day you can be with them. Every single day of your life. But they're not in public? But why publicize it on, on the Instagram and why bring it to my games? Why bring the black people to the games? I... I, I can be the one who stress anymore. It's over. I don't want to talk about it. I'm sorry that you feel that way. I, I feel that way so strongly. And it may even cause our relationship to just break apart. And if it does, it does. It's better to break apart now than to break apart later. I'm sorry that you still have people around you that are full of racism and hate in their hearts. I'm sorry that you're still racist in your heart. I'm sorry that you live in a world that still... How about, the, how about your whole life? Every day. You could do whatever you want. You could sleep with them. You could bring them in. You could do whatever you want. The little I ask you is not to promote it on that and, and not to bring them to my games. We'll be right back with the rest of the audio. You're listening to the KRP Radio Show, baby. 619-638-8559. KRP Radio! Sound shoe. 
The number one online music tournament encompasses seven different genres, including hip-hop, R&B, country, reggae, reggaeton, pop, rock, and gospel. Music artists, log on to soundchew.com to compete for a chance to have exclusive access to music listeners across the globe. Build relationships with other music artists and music professionals, plus maximize your exposure and gain worldwide attention. Music listeners, log on now to enjoy new music from up-and-coming artists, then... Vote for the songs you like best to ensure that your favorite artist wins. Also, check out the latest in music news. Music execs and producers, scout music talent to find your next big star. Musicians and voters, sign up for SoundChew today. That's www.soundchew.com. S-O-U-N-D-C-H-E-W. Once again, that's www.soundchew.com, the number one online music tournament. It is my mission to create brand stories for you that push the envelope, force people to stop, think, and take notice. Ride with you on your journey to success by creating great design that makes you look like the originator and not an imitator. Get you out of your comfort zone, inspire you to take action. Be risky and always stay true to your passion. Tiffany Inc. is located in Los Angeles, California. Tiffany Inc. specializes in designs, creative brands for the entertainment, fashion, beauty, and food industry. Some past and present clients include Jill Osco, J&K Fresh LLC, celebrity chef Nikki Shaw, teen and family producer Doreen Spencer, the National Association of Veterans, the Alzheimer's Association, and a host of fantastic others. To contact Tiffany Inc., all you have to do is log on to www.tiffanywithaniinc.com. TiffanyInc.com 60,000 North Carolina families are affected by autism. One out of every 110 children born today will be diagnosed with autism. If you have any questions or need support, we can help. The Autism Society of North Carolina can be reached at 800 442 2762. Again, that's 800-442-2762. Remember, 60,000 North Carolina families are affected by autism, and one out of every 110 children born will be diagnosed with autism as well. If you need to reach them by the web, the address is www.autismsociety-nc.org. You can also reach them on Facebook, Twitter, and you can reach them on YouTube. Love somebody today. Welcome back, folks, to the KRP Radio Show, 619-638-8559, on the air with the fabulous and the most amazing Sonny Johnson, S-O-N-N-I-E Johnson on Twitter, at Simple Before That. Make sure you guys look her up, man. She is definitely out there, was on Red Eye looking fabulous last week. Shout out for that. And uh, so make sure you watch out for that, too, man. I'll be promoting this stuff just for the hell of it. You guys actually check out what she's saying, where she is, and what she's doing. It's really making a difference because... 
when Sonny is somewhere, she shines a light on who black folks really are. And it helps people. I think it helps us because a lot of people don't want to really look into the heart and soul of the black community. They, they only want us for numbers. They want us for votes. Uh, they want us for friends so they don't seem like they're prejudiced or, you know, they want us for some kind of monetarily profit. And it's all about numbers, it seems like to me. And I'm, and I'm talking politically and, and in different groups. I'm not saying everybody is racist. I'm just saying when people want to shine a light on black community, it's always for a particular reason or some sort of benefit for them and not just for the originality and the, and, and the greatness and who we are. And, uh, you know, it's a beautiful thing that Sonny's out there and she's painting that picture and it's a beautiful portrait, you know, before a lot of us. So big shoes to fill for you, Sonny. Shout out to you for that. B.I.G. shout out to you for you for that. And uh, shout out to everybody who's out there listening, man. We're going to play just the second half or portion can we get a portion of the second half of uh, Donald Sterling's audio that his girlfriend recorded? And uh, I want you guys to listen close to this, and we're going to talk about outrage after the fact. We're going to talk about why aren't we outraged about other things? Why does it take us to be outraged on things in the media and people who don't really matter to our community in the first place? All right, here's the audio so you guys listen up close. I don't agree anyone to the team. Okay, then. There's nothing to argue about. I know. Okay, we got a big problem here. I, I, I really don't feel like going anywhere. I don't feel like going to Europe. I don't feel like the storm below. Okay, we got a big problem. Even like someone that I was with, I would stop seeing that person. I'm sorry, I don't have any more friends. What would you like me to do? Remove the skin color out of my skin? Is that a, a real issue or are you making something up? I mean, I just don't understand what the issue is. There's something wrong with you or your skin color? Why are you saying these things? To upset me? Sweetie. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry, too. We made a giant mistake, both of us. Everything you say to me is so painful. Do I want you to change the color of your skin? You know how to really hurt somebody. And instead of saying, I, I understand. I don't understand how you can have so much hate towards minorities. I don't have any hate on nothing. I cannot understand. Why would you say that? I'm a person like you who's elevated, who's here still feels above the world and you can't even be seen with someone in which it's considered of a different skin color. They can be with me all day long and all night long. I can't believe that a man who's educated, a man who's a scholar, a man who's... Well, believe it and stop talking about it. Let's finish our discussion with a period, okay? You're not making any good points. You can't believe this man. You're That's all I am. I'm not a good person in your eyes. If I was a good person, you would say, you would say I can't believe this. I can't believe that. What am I but you're all lies. I love this. Look at all this negativity I, coming from me. There's no negativity. I love everybody. I'm just saying, and you're lousy Instagram. You don't have to have yourself with walking with black people. You don't have to. If you want to, do it. If it's white people, it's okay? If it was Larry Bird, would it have made a difference? You're just a big fighter. I can see who would want to live with a woman like you. Who would want to live with a woman? All you ever wanted to do was fight. 
You're a born fighter. I'm sorry that you're mad. You're in the worst mouth. Why are you so angry? Cut that. Let's let's cut that. Honey. So listen, I'm, I'm sick of hearing it. Sonny, um, do we got you back? We got Sonny back? Yeah, I'm here. All right, I'm sick of listening to that. That's that's enough of that, man. I mean, they got enough exposure. It, it, listen, it sounds like to me he likes the black nookie, but uh, he don't want to deal with everything else that comes with that. That's what it sounds like to me. He likes the black nookie, but he don't like everything else that comes with it. He don't want the crowd around. He don't want his friends thinking that black people are around and black people are his personal friends. But he doesn't mind having the token piece on his side. Not at all. Hey, you should... <laughs> Hey, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a respect the right for the man to say we want to say. I I really don't I really don't care. I'm not gonna get caught up in nobody's feelings. You know what I'm saying? And what you got? You just show me who you are. I see who you are. That's all good. But here you come with the um with the self righteous. They're gonna come out, and you have them on both sides. You have the side so then that says the side that says. You know, he has the right to free speech and, like, there should be no consequences for his actions. And then you had a side that says basically, like, the whole man's entire fortune should be taken away from him because he holds his beliefs. And I think that neither one, neither one of those options is true because in, free markets will handle Sterling. You know, if people decide that they don't want to support his, don't want to support him, don't want to go to the games, then he will be financially hurt. Now, you got to bring in NAACP because the NAACP was slighted to get this man his second Lifetime Achievement Award. Absolutely. So the LA NAACP was getting ready to give this man his second Lifetime Achievement Award. So what that means is that easily shows you that the people that are supposed to be watching out for your best interests has allowed a racist right into their ranks right underneath their nose and never lifted a finger to stop it. And we all know why, because they was getting paid. They was getting them donations. They always like to rag on the Koch brothers about what the Koch brothers doing. Well, here's a perfect example of a lefty, a Democrat, using his money and influence in a political arena while secretly being racist in, in, in his heart. So if black people overlook this, if you saw everybody came out today and was against him, but if they make it a temporary against him, if this man still owns the Clippers next year, next season, then that means that we have accepted this, that this whole situation of bigoted racism as a black community, we have accepted it. Any other group, they go after them, they attack, they go for the throat, and they don't wait, and they don't stop until they lose. If we allow this man to go on and we don't use our purchasing dollars to, to affect him and to hurt him where it really hurts these rich people the most in his pocket, then we are failing ourselves. It's not good enough for you to talk about it on Twitter. It's not good enough for you to do that. We have to put ourselves in a position where we're we, you know, what Jay is doing, what Jordan did. Owning these teams, so many of black people play in these teams, we need more of us owning these teams. But you can't do that crying about it on Twitter. 
So if we well, don't mobilize to do something, it's basically accepting what we have. Since you mentioned Jay, let, let me let me go to the hip hop element of this. You know, we did change the game out in LA. We did a few things. We always talk about hip hop. I'm from that era. I think most of the millions of people that listen to this show are Bone Thugs and Harmony fans that heard me rap, or G Unit fans that heard me being down with them. That's the truth of the matter. So let's talk about hip hop. I'm gonna throw myself in the mix, but I'm gonna say Jay Z because everybody knows Jay Z, right? Every, they don't, everybody don't yeah. know Pudgy, but everybody knows Jay Z. They don't know P Real. Truth of the matter is, Jay-Z has killed and publicized and exploited more niggas than Don Sterling has ever dreamed of. Why don't we hold or say anything about rap? Why don't we hold rap accountable like we're doing this guy who's an entertainer and most of us don't, a lot of us don't even like basketball or the Clippers. That's the the choice, and that's why I don't make it about the individual. Because I want Jay to have the right to say what he want to say, so I I have to respect Sterling had a right to say what he wants to say. That's why I say it doesn't need, it can't be about the individual. It has to be mm-hmm. about the principle at hand. If you are a First Amendment advocate, then that means you have to fight for both of these men to be able to say what they want to say. And that's uh, that's on the level of which I stand. I don't try to rake Jay over the coals, and as people can probably, hopefully, with any sanity, see tonight. It is not about Bundy. It is not about Sterling. It is about a principle. It is about a concept. It is about an ideal that is worth fighting for. And but also understanding the second part to that is personal responsibility. You can say whatever you want to say, but there are consequences for your words, just like there are consequences for actions. Bingo. So now you get to face the consequences for your actions. You have every right to say it, but if I refuse to spend money on you, I don't refuse the way Jay do it. I like it. It's created art to me, so I spend money on it. I have bought every Jay-Z CD that came out, and I buy it the day it comes out because I am a fan of his. I don't care whether I disagree with him politically or not. Through his music, he talks to me, and I support that. I also had a right to do the same thing to um to either one of these other two. And you have the right to say you're not going to listen to Jay. And so many of you have done it, and so many of you have said it, and so many people have tossed dirt on his name. He used to it. So it's not for me to defend him. It's not about the people. It is about principles. And if we can't stand on principles, then what is the freaking point? Do you think there's a do you think that there's a personal responsibility to entertainers and a personal responsibility to people in the public eye to be more uh politically correct, if you will, when it comes to saying things like what Don Sterling said? Or Jay Z no. for that matter? Both both of them say whatever you want to say. Just don't get mad when whatever consequence befalls you. And and that and that's keeping it real for me too. You know, I'm on I'm on TV now, so I I tend to be myself. But I realize that you know sometimes I gotta realize where I'm at, where my situation is, what what people's motives are. And I have to handle myself accordingly. All the time, I can't be as brash and sassy as I am in places where people don't have ulterior motives. You know what I'm saying? It is a matter of you. My mama taught me this very, very young. There's a time and a place for everything. 
Absolutely. So I could come on with you, and I could talk the way I talk and say what I say, but I could go on with someone else, and I could clean it up a little. You know, I could clean it up a little bit. I could soften it a little bit. You know what I'm saying? I can do the things necessary to make myself fit in and everything. But in the end, I bet you won't find no difference in my principles. The principles. Right, true that. Everybody can't swallow the hard pill. You know, everybody can't swallow the whole truth. Sometimes you got to give it to them in bites. Some people are babies. You, you know, you got to give it to them in baby food. And, and when you go in different places, you do have to clean it up. And, and, and that's just the reality that a lot of people don't exist in, Sonny. A lot of people don't see that reality that, you know, when you go for a job interview, you have to be more presentable than you are normally. You have to fit the bill. You have to blend in. You have to be more appropriate for that environment than you would any, any other places. You know, no matter how you feel, no matter what you feel you can do, uh, no matter what rights you have, sometimes you have to clean it up for that environment. And, and that's at this point in my life, that's how I feel universal. So, you know, I'm a, I'm a Jay-Z fan. I'm a hip-hop junkie. I've said a lot of stuff in the past. I'm sure it's going to come up, and, and probably a lot of stuff just last week. And if you hear some of my private conversations, they might be even worse depending on what I'm talking about and how you view it without me explaining it. But it is what it is. Like you said, the things that you say and the things that you do you have to survive and you have to live through the consequences of it. You just have to face it when they come. 619-638-8559. Let's go to a caller, Sonny, out of the 757. You're the only 757 caller on the line. Welcome to the KRP Radio Show. Hey, what's going on, uh, P. Real? This is, uh, this is Brian. How you doing? Oh, my man. I'm glad you're here. Oh, it's already 9 o'clock. My apologies. Uh, welcome to the show, my brother, Brian Johnson, another guest that we're having on tonight, uh, Pilot. Brian Johnson, uh, uh, chairman of a, a group called Aviation Now, if I'm not mistaken. Is, is it a- Discovery Aviation yeah. Now? Isn't that correct? Discovery Aviation Now, yep, sir. Well, listen, man, well, welcome to the show. And uh, I'm sure you've been listening to I, – I didn't realize you were the caller. I didn't even have your number in the queue. That My apologies for that. I didn't realize it was at 9 o'clock. Um, I'm on with Sonny Johnson. Yeah. You know who Sonny is. you sure you've heard her on the show before. And, um, uh-huh. hey, man, let the people know who you are and what you do, brother, if you don't mind. Yeah, I'm, um, so, so as you said, I'm Brian Johnson. I'm founder, uh, executive director, pilot of uh, a, a nonprofit organization uh, called Discover Aviation Now. And um, basically uh, through that, through that nonprofit, I introduced you to aviation and the different careers associated with it while uh, improving their skills in the areas of science, technology, engineering, and math. Um, so five days a week, I'm out here uh, in D.C. at uh, Cardozo Education Campus, uh, the Transstem uh, Academy uh, in, uh, in the Cardozo Education Campus, and I'm teaching uh, aerospace engineering, intro to aviation, and intro to engineering design to uh, high school students. Wow. You're teaching at the high school. How, how does – that's kind of amazing, man. You mean these kids actually gravitate towards that? They actually understand that kind of engineering? Absolutely, absolutely not. When they first come into my class, uh, the <laughs> students, uh, 90, 95% of them have no idea uh, what aviation is. You know, all they know is planes take off and land at an airport. You know, so <laughs> so they come in and, and I completely, like, change their whole uh, perspective on it. And uh, a lot of them uh, end up going into uh, the the aviation field and, and going to get degrees 
uh, dealing with aviation or wanting to get a uh, private pilot's license or, or you know, just wanting to, to do something um, aviation-related. So, yeah, wow. and, that, and that word engineering, you know, it scares, uh, scares a lot of students, you know, like uh, a, lot of, a lot of my students, um, you know, they hear engineering and they automatically think, you know, a lot of math and it being difficult and stuff like that. And, you know, I just do my best to create an atmosphere that they can come in there and learn and have fun. And, and, you know, they're, they're having fun and not even realizing that they're learning uh, engineering while they're doing. Wow. That's, that's kind of amazing, man, because I mean, that, that's a, that's a wide field. It's a, it's a responsible field too. I mean, that's not something that we, uh, we commonly, you know, most kids don't go into that. You know, most kids don't learn about that. Most kids don't, either they don't have the ability to get in a class like that, or it's not something that, you know, you don't wake up every day saying, Hey, I want to be a pilot. I want to know how to navigate. And your parents definitely don't know how to tell you to, to get into that field usually. Um, so, you know, how did this even come about? You know, how did you even get started with this? Um, I was unemployed for, for a year and four months, uh, shortly after flight school, you know, the, the goal was to go and fly for an airline after, uh, after flight school and uh right. and in oh eight, you know, the economy took a turn for the worse and, and you yeah. know, I wasn't able to uh to get a job like that. So, um basically I got tired of just uh applying on USA jobs and local government and city uh city websites for a job and I you know, I decided that I'm just gonna create my own job. Create my own job flying planes, create my own aviation uh related job and um you know, I, I did a lot of community service in my fraternity, Phi Beta Sigma, in uh, in college, and I learned a lot about uh, community service. So I created a uh, organization to give back to the community. At the same time, you know, uh, keeping me immersed in the uh, in the aviation industry and uh, just being able to impart my knowledge and love for aviation to the students. Mm-hmm. Man, that's amazing. That's it's really an amazing story, and it's more interesting than than you let on. Sounds like you, sounds like you're being real modest. Well, <laughs> uh, let, let me ask you about this, man. See, I was following uh, Discovery Aviation Now's uh, Facebook page, and if I go uh-huh. way back, and I remember talking to talking to you um, maybe two years ago now, and you guys were uh-huh. getting a plane for your class. You know, you know, so <laughs> you actually got donated an airplane it, from from what I understand. Is that correct? Yes, yes. Uh, in October 2011, uh, less than a year uh, from us being uh, created, um, mm-hmm. someone donated an aircraft to us. And uh, I'm looking at this airplane, and I'm like, man, you know, what can I do with this? And then I just thought about it, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to turn it into a uh, summer camp for uh, for students in the DMV area. So oh, uh, the first installment was at Reagan National Airport. And uh, I had students from all over. I mean, T.C. Williams in uh, Alexandria, you know, friendly uh, high school out in Maryland, uh, Cardozo mm-hmm. in uh, in D.C. So, like, all these students from all over the D.M.V. came together to restore this aircraft. And um, we, we got the majority of it done out at Reagan. And then we moved the plane out to uh, Manassas Regional Airport. And uh, that's where we're finishing it up. So, uh, we are really very close to to flying it, and um, you know my students they uh, they stepped up and they met my challenge to uh, to, to give me some of their summertime and uh, restore an aircraft, and I'm going to meet their challenge by getting in this airplane and flying it. 
Wow, you're actually going to fly the plane that your students are building. I'm gonna I'm gonna fly the plane that that my students uh, <laughs> built, you know. And uh, I mean, it, it's the it's the least that I could do, you know. It, it's it's a lot of sacrifice. Um, for for the past uh, two years, I've donated my salary to help students restore this airplane. And uh, what? we're just gonna take it all. We're gonna take it all the way. We're gonna take it all the way. They uh they they worked hard on it. Uh, they they put a lot of uh, a lot of time, a lot of effort into uh, restoring this aircraft, and uh, the least I can do is get in this airplane and fly it and tell their story. Oh my God! This man just said he donated his salary. Give that man a round of applause, ladies and gentlemen. Man said he donated his salary to helping these kids, and not not to mention his time. You know, our, our time is very valuable. And, and, man, what you're doing is, is, is definitely something that, you know, I can't even find the words for, man. I, I think it's rather amazing that you would donate your time and your money to helping these kids. And, and, and not only helping them, yeah. teaching them and, get, and getting them into a field that's very lucrative, by the way. You know, a lot of, they got a great opportunity to make a lot of money here. And it's not something that a lot of people have the know-how uh, when, in terms of getting into a program like this. So, you know, my hat's off Absolutely. to you, man, and, and, you know, if I could help you in any way, I'm definitely at your disposal. As, as I've told you time and time again, and sitting right across from you in D.C., you know, I'm definitely at your disposal the best that I can be. And, uh, you know, one thing I don't like to do is take on challenges or take on projects or try to help people bigger than what I'm allowed to do. You know, my time is very limited, but if KRP can help you in some kind of way, you know, by advertising or you know, putting your program out there or maybe getting some kids together and getting them, you know, into your program and helping getting that word out, you know, we're definitely at your disposal. Um, what do you guys have going oh, on man, for this it. next session or, or what do you have going on right now? Uh, right now we are, we're, we're uh, trying to finish up this, uh, this aircraft and uh, get it flying uh, at least by midsummer. But um, right now we are in the uh, fundraising stage for our next, uh, discover and achieve challenge that we want to kick off uh, this summer. Um, so, so we're just we're just out, uh, just really hustling, trying to uh, trying to go to to any uh, foundation um, that will uh, that will give us some time, and uh, you know just just trying to get some financial support so uh, I can buy the materials that we'll need for uh, this summer's discover and achieve challenge. Wow. How how can how can folks donate uh, to your cause, man? Because it, it's definitely a worthy cause. It's it's you know when I look at this program, by the way, and, and don't forget, I want you to put this information out there so people can understand, you know, how they can donate. But I just wanted to say real quick, when I look at a program like this, this is basically a trade school program, which is something that I feel like America is lacking in currently, and and I think programs like this could improve our unemployment situation across the nation. I mean, let's face it, we're dealing with quite a crisis when it comes to how the, the rate of our children graduating and graduating from college and actually getting out and getting a job. You yourself actually went through that, so you know what it's about, and you know the feeling, you know, firsthand, so you can talk about it and, and you can share some of the feelings that you have. But on the other end, you're also helping and you're giving back to people who may go through the same thing. So, you know, this is something that I can see, uh, expanded on a large scale. I mean, this is something that should be in all 48 states at least. Uh, you know, ha have it, has anybody reached out to you about 
expanding this program on a state level or, or on a local level when it comes to uh, cities and states? Um, surprisingly, no. Surprisingly, no. And, and you know what? That's exactly why I'm going to do something extraordinary just so so people will start hearing me. You know, um, we're, we're in, in the grand scheme of things, you know, this, this is our um, – this is our third year of uh, mm-hmm. of being in existence, you know, and, and a lot of people don't know us, so um, we we don't really get a whole lot of a uh, whole lot of support because not too many people know about us. But uh, you know what? We're I'm, I'm definitely gonna change that. Definitely gonna change that. I feel the same way that you do. You know, we need to be in all 48 states, uh, and, and Alaska and Hawaii. You know, so um, so so. Yeah, you know, we're 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 definitely gonna we're gonna we're gonna work on that and we're gonna definitely uh you know, become known because um you know, we, we are introducing them to uh to different careers, you know. Both careers where Okay, I think we lost them here just for a second. When I tell a lot of them that, you know, they can you hear me now? Yeah, I'm I'm hearing you great, Brian. We lost you. You said both careers and and then you fainted out from there. If you could pick up from there that'd be great. Where okay, both both careers where where you um you you don't necessarily need a degree. You know you could be fresh out of high school, and um and, and make six figures as an air traffic controller. So mm. when I tell my students that, you know their their eyes you know just light up and they're just like, wow, you know uh, there's there's a way you know I can I can get out of my current situation and go and mm-hmm. uh, make a decent living, and I and I don't necessarily need a college degree either. Man, I I love it. I right now, uh, you know, I have a 16 year old and a 14 year old that's going to be, you know, in in the industry real soon, and uh, a few godsons too. A couple godsons right now that I'm thinking of that are getting ready to graduate high school in a couple years. And you know, I'm I'm right now I'm thinking of you know how can they get in a program like this because I I think this is something for all teams. You know, even if you don't have a desire to be in the aviation's avionics field. Or, or aviation engineering field, I, I think it's something that you should at least go through just to appreciate and get a better understanding of it. Hell, I would even go through the program if it, if it was closer. But, uh, you know, how can how can uh, people enroll in this program, you know, that wants to get involved and, and, and wants to learn uh, that trade that you're teaching? Oh, well, yeah, we're, we're definitely – we're looking to, to expand. So right now, you know, we uh, go around and we do – different programs at different places. So uh, you can go by our website, uh, www.discoveraviationnow.org. You know, send us an email. Um, that's also a place where you can uh, you can donate to us uh, as well uh, to, to help our cause. And, um, you know, we come to you. So if your school or your church program or – Whatever you got going on, Girl Scouts, Boy Scouts, whatever, we'll come to you and get a get a, a aviation program going on, intro to aviation or aerospace engineering, uh, whatever you want. Man, I, I that that that's amazing, brother. I um, you know, as you know, we have a nonprofit called uh, the Loving Father Society, and uh, beneath that organization we have a couple of movements that we've started and uh, which is uh, our agendas, you know, that we, we actually check the box by. And, and one of those movements is called I love being a black father. 
and uh, or the you know I love ABF group because we have I love being a black father, white father, Latin father, and so on and so forth. There's 15 different uh, nationalities that we uh, you know that we recognize uh, under that love being a father group. So you know we do a, we team with uh, my VP Rashad Woods uh, under the Love and Father Society and I love being a black father. We team up with his family. Uh, which is the Woods Family Initiative. We team up with them, and every summer we have a back-to-school thing, and, and it's something that, you know, his family was passionate about, something they came up with, and, you know, I joined on, and, you know, we had these organizations, and it's, it's been a beautiful thing. A lot of different people in the community have also helped as well. So this is something that uh, we do every summer, and uh, I'm wondering, is there a way for you guys to come out for a day? Is there something that you can do for a day for, like, you know, a, a back-to-school summit like, like what we have? Because we'd love to have you guys come out and uh, do something for the kids. You know, the last couple of years, I think one year we had over 800. Last year, the last two years, over 500 for sure. And all three years, I'm sorry, over 500. So we'd love to have you guys out. And, and if it's not something that can work out, you know, in an hour or so or a couple hours or so, that's fine. But if we could have you guys come out and maybe – you know, explain rockets and shoot some rockets or, or something like that. We definitely love to have you, brother. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm poised to uh, <laughs> donate right now. I'm going to go on here and donate $100 on the behalf of uh, Miller Market and the Media and the Love and Father Society collectively. And I hope that you guys listening to KRP Radio Show right now would, uh, if you donate, you know, 25% of, I'm going to donate $100. I hope that somebody else will come on and donate $25, uh, you know, a fourth of that. And, uh, you know, maybe we can keep those donations growing and, and help organizations such as yours because we need these organizations around the country. There's not a lot of people doing anything like this. This is original. This is new. This is needed. It's worthy. And, and, and it's valuable. You know, it's very valuable. So we don't need you to go away, brother. We need to definitely help organizations such as yours. So I'm definitely going to make that donation wow. here uh, in the next 10 oh, minutes man. after that you know, around the end of the show. And it's not a lot, man. You know, it's just a donation from the heart. Uh, and I hope that people will follow it, suit, you know. We, we appreciate it. Uh, every little bit helps. And, yes, we, we definitely can come down there and uh, and do a uh, program, you know, uh, for, for you and your kids. Definitely. Definitely. That's going to be a I have, thing, uh, man. I have my executive officer wants to, uh, wants to say hello. Hey, this is Katrina. How are you? Hey, Katrina, friend of the show also. Hey. Shout out to Katrina. <laughs> so I was just um I was just stopping through, he was on the phone and um and heard what you were saying about us coming down for a day. I'm the executive officer for the organization. Um we actually have a couple of our board members who live in North Carolina as well, so we would love to come down and make a thing of it. We love being a part of the community. So, you know, just like you were saying, we'll go anywhere and, and do something because we love giving the kids something more than what they're getting in school so that it can expand their minds. So this mm-hmm. is exciting for us. We would love to talk more offline um, and figure out um, the day, if you can let us know that, and then some other details. Yeah, I, I think I think we definitely need to do that. And uh, I think the exposure would be great. Uh, the exposure would be great for, for you guys here in North Carolina, Absolutely. but more so for the kids to, uh, you know, be exposed to what you guys offer. So, I'm hoping, and, I, and I'm really, I really think this is possible. Like, I think a lot of kids are going to leave this back-to-school event this year with a whole different mindset because it, we, we always have it right before. And, and Rashad, man, he's, he's, uh, 
he's, he's steadfast on this. I mean, he definitely wanted to have it right before the day they go back to school. So, you know, they're pumped up, they're awesome. energetic, they got the school supplies. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I thought that was a wonderful idea when he said that. So, you know, I think they'll go back to school with a different mindset after learning what you guys offer and seeing what you're talking about, you know, in action, actually seeing that something like this exists. Because a lot of kids don't want to go to college, okay? They just don't. Some people don't feel like they're smart enough. Some people don't feel like they have the money. Some people just don't like school. So they want to get through Mm -hmm. high school as quick as they can. But, you know, there's a lot of pressure because there are not a lot of jobs out there. So a program like this that people can be exposed to and see early in life, I think it gives you a jump start and gives you a little bit of a push. So, you know, I'm I'm definitely feeling this program. So, you know, I can't wait, man. I'm excited about it. Absolutely, and it helps the kids, too, with, with realizing their passion, that they can look at whatever they're passionate about and turn that into something that they want to do for the rest of their life. So yeah. that's amazing. Well, I'm going, to well give the, I'm going to give the phone back, but one love, appreciate you so much. I'm going to give the phone back to Brian. All right, no doubt. It's family right here, man. It's a family event, La Familia. Listen, <laughs> big I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you a question, man. And I was supposed to ask this from the top of the hour, uh, but I didn't. So I'm gonna save the best for last, I guess. But man, where the hell is that plane, man? Do you have that plane? Somebody's got that plane. Where's that plane? <laughs> <laughs> we might be flying into the event. <laughs> I bet. Is the missing Yo, Malaysia this. plane in Discovery oh, Avionics? Yeah, that plane. That's what I want. I'm looking for that yeah. plane. I know where your plane is. Your plane is in, in, in somewhere in Reagan or at Dallas or something like that. I'm looking for that other plane y'all got. Oh, my God. Somebody got um, the plane. I mean, they're, they're turning this thing into a, to a circus, you know. And, and the thing about it, uh, someone knows exactly where that aircraft is at. They're trying to get you to look there so we are And, and the, the, real question, <laughs> the real question we should be asking ourselves is, what is it that they're trying to take our attention away from mm. with, with all this uh, the talking of the uh, missing aircraft? You know, uh, a, a brand new triple seven with with the latest and greatest in avionics. You know, there, there are avionics that are on aircraft that are constantly communicating with satellites. You sure. Know? So, so someone knows exactly where the aircraft is at. Well, um, we don't. <laughs> And, yeah, you know, I, I don't know whether they're trying to get ratings up or, or anything, but, yeah, um, hopefully uh, they will let us know soon. And, well, well, listen, uh, man, as a you pilot. Know, thoughts and prayers families. You, 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 you talk, I mean, see, you don't even talk like we do. If you guys, I only know a handful of pilots. I know three pilots, actually. Only three uh, pilots that can fly commercially or, or fighter planes and all that good stuff. I mean, who can really get down? I only know three of you guys. And you all talk different. Like, uh-huh. you don't say planes. You don't say airplanes. It's aircraft. And you're always serious when you start <laughs> talking about aircraft. So, you know, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, it's impressive to me. I, I like it, man. I'm, I'm a plane guy. I've been a plane guy since I was a kid, man. I, I can't wait to go skydiving. Like, I, I love planes, right? But you guys talk different, man. It's always aircraft. And you're serious when you say the word aircraft. So, as, as a pilot who talks the lingo, talks to talk, walk to walk, and, and, and actually holds the ability to fly these bad boys, what's your professional opinion on what happened with this aircraft? <laughs> um, I mean, it's, it's, just all, it's just all suspicious. I mean, you know, you're, you're, you're flying, everything is good, the weather's good, 
and, you know, you do your last call for the night, and uh, all of a sudden you turn off the transponder, change direction uh, of, of your flight path, and uh, and disappear. Uh, it's just just real, 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 real sketchy to me, uh, you know, and and that that is just uncharacteristic of of a of a pilot, especially of one who's flying a commercial airline like that. You know, right, you, isn't that's it just hard not though to change the direction? You it is, isn't it hard oh, to change the direction? I mean, this is not something that you know is, is easily done. Is, is that right? It is very easy to to change your direction. Very easy. Okay. You know, and okay. and uh, if they had kept the transponder on, and you know they're they're constantly on radar, they would have raised a lot of uh, red flags by changing the direction. Because um, you know they're they're being monitored the whole time from the time that aircraft pushed back, you know pushes back from the gate and takes off. You know that that aircraft is being monitored by someone, you know, from uh, takeoff to uh, to landing and to offloading the passengers. Wow, I don't know what the plan is. I thought maybe you had it, and you know it's going to debut next year. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, I'm just saying. I, you know, I figure I'll bring you on the show, and I'll get a bunch of ratings when you had your confession, and then a lot of people will be happy, and, and then Monday I'd have been a hero because we found the plane. I mean, you'd have been in jail. I would have wrote you. I, you know, I still would have made that donation. But, you know, it's all good. I thought maybe, you know, we could find a plane from Malaysia. But anyway, since we can't find that one, we'll get you down here for the back-to-school event, get you guys down here, and do something special for the kids. Meanwhile, uh, it's time to close the show. We're right at it. we got six minutes to go. So before we go once more, one more time, I want you to let the people know you know, how they can find out more about your program, where you are on social media, and how we can make donations for a program such as this, because I'm getting ready to make my donation right now while you're talking. All right. Um, so you can find us, www.discoveraviationnow.org. Uh, we're on Facebook um, at Discover Flight or uh, Brian O. Johnson, Brian O. O is in Oscar Johnson, uh, on uh, Facebook, um, check out our YouTube page. You know, you can see exactly uh, through our videos. You know, we tell a story of exactly what we do with the students. Uh, so check out our YouTube, uh, Discover Aviation Now. Please uh, subscribe. You know, we're we're definitely trying to uh, get the word out uh, about what we do with the students and uh, how they're learning and how much fun that they uh, that they have. Um, we're on Twitter uh, at Discover Flight. You know, please uh, follow. We definitely uh, follow back. Um, yeah, and uh, and LinkedIn, LinkedIn. We're on LinkedIn, Discovery Aviation Now. You know, we're definitely uh, always uh, constantly uh, networking. And uh, yeah. So so in my email, that's um, Brian Johnson at discoveraviationnow.org. So uh, you can definitely get in contact with me uh, there. You know, if uh, you're you're in the area, or you know, if you're in another state, um, I've got a flight suit. You know, and it's got patches of uh, flags uh, from from every state that uh, that I've had kids, you know, involved with the uh, project. So we'll come to uh, 
to to your state, and uh, your state will get a spot on uh, on my flight suit, and uh, you'll nice. see I'm on the flying the plane. <laughs> we trying to get that flight on his flight suit. We trying to get that patch, North Carolina. Let's get it. <laughs> Got to get that patch, baby. You know we like patches. We like NC being up there, so we trying to get that patch, man. And I'm trying to. Uh, I got to figure out a way to get you guys here because I want my kids in that program like yesterday, for real. All right. Yeah, we, we want we want to do work with uh, with with everyone. <laughs> North Carolina. That's right, NC. Let's go. Um, listen, man, shout out to you guys. Much love to you guys, as always. And uh, you know you have family and support here. And I cannot wait to talk to you again. Let's make some time to talk off air. You guys have my contact info, no numbers, you know, email, everything. And uh, I'm going to get off here because it's time to close the show. And I'm getting ready to make my donation. Folks, make sure you guys check it out. DiscoverAviationNow.org. All right, discoveraviationnow.org. That's the website. Check them out. They got pictures of the plane up here. They got contact info. They've got videos, programs, support. I mean, it's all up here, and we love programs like this. So I'm going to make my $100 donation. I hope someone will follow suit with at least $25. If you don't have $25, let's do $1, okay, $5, whatever. But we definitely need programs like this around the country. Hopefully we can get you guys down to North Carolina. If not, we'll definitely come there. I'd love to broadcast them there and talk to some of the kids there. So we're going to put that on the calendar as well, try to make that happen before the end of the year sometime. B.I.G., shout-out to Sonny Johnson for coming on the show. B.I.G., shout-out to Brian Johnson, who's Sonny's brother. Okay, they're not related, but they're related somewhere down there. But anyway, you know, we're all related somehow. Anyway, shout-out to Katrina Watkins. Shout-out to everybody else who out there listening to the KLP Radio Show, where we do shout-outs, and you guys are definitely G in my book. Also got to give a shout-out to my man, Don Sterling. That's my daddy. He don't know it, but he is. And, uh, you know, Don, he don't like y'all brothers, okay? He don't like y'all. And, and you, know, you know, my daddy don't like y'all. It is what it is. You ain't got to like him. But uh, support the Clippers, man. You know, that's how we do. We support people who are R-E-A-L as the number one real truth. Real talk radio show in the land. You guys know I don't support no Don Sterling, but it is what it is, man. Shout out to everybody out there for listening to the show. Don't forget, check us out next week, KRPRadioShow.com. We're also on Facebook, at symbol KRP Radio Show, at symbol NC Pudgy, P-U-D-G-Y, not G-G-Y, that's Puggy. And uh, we're also on Facebook, Facebook.com backslash KRP Radio Show. We are out of here, folks. I'm going to leave you guys with a nice little song on the way out leave. And I got to give a shout out to my man, Biz Marquis, because nobody beats the biz. One love. We see you next week. Remember, God is love. Love is God. B.I.G. in my book. I'm out. Yes, y'all are to the like beat me. You could even dance.
mature, just have a seat and listen to the way in what I am displaying. A different kind of rapper language that I am saying. To all the party people, Matic, Dorbis, but info. When it comes to rockin' parties, I am a nympho. Maniac, brainiac, but do with my dancing. My record make the music. We'll put you in a trance and transcend your body. And like it's a cardigan, you won't be fighting the ill and you just be partying down. With the funky time with yours truly, I'm the original B, I see a man. Okay, I was the E and I aim to have fun and not be number one. And just here to let you know who's like fun in the place. And everywhere that I perform and do a show, show, as long as you know that. Nobody beats the biz. Nobody beats the biz. Nobody beats the biz. Nobody beats the biz. I go for what I know, do when they show for human beings. I'm guaranteed to rock to make the ladies scream and shout. I'm bound to wreck your body as they turn the party out. The party rapper no chapel always have a form. And when you hear the biz monkey, I get the job done. Yes, I'm the M-A-R-P-K-I-E, though that's me. I got the third step to keep it check my feet. It's so you need it. They say I look and sound funny, but I don't be caring. I rock the last quarter root, top being square and rolling. The Hawthorne, Madison, Squid Art, and even I put a word fit at Java Center. Part in the way that I'll be talking about the places I'll be rocking. I love to perform for the people that be clocking. Not like that, that you're on mine, don't want it like I want it, but you pay for a good performance. Go on it, you want it. That's why I'm here to be like letting you know that I'm a highly recognized as the kid gets it going. Making people never have a lot of enjoyment. I'm the best person for this type of employment. That's why, that's why. Nobody beats the biz. Nobody beats the biz. Nobody beats the biz. Nobody beats the biz. On and on to the break of dawn. Food cheap, you need a coupon. I catch a sale, retail before it gets stale. To hurry up and get the wick, check out the mail and shout non stop. But how I hip hop on the mic and like make it cooperate with the rhythm. That is what I give them. Reagan is depressed, but I voted for Shirley Chisholm. It might sound confusing, the solid I'm using, but in the end, I'm sure that you will find it quite amusing and funny. Oh, honey, it's just ridiculous. Don't try to front, come on and admit you was thrilled. Chill, your heart was fulfilled, so respect the architecture. As I begin to build science and my reliance is upon my rap. I call Lewis, I get to it. So let's go to lap, go to lap, go to lap.